0: Mike's Daily Podcast. Episode 1239, 1239. Hi, I'm Mike Matthews, broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley Mont. Today, we hear from the Brewmaster, the Disgruntled Fiddle Player, the Bonita, the Rodeo Queen, and we get to a segment called the News Bleed section. Some interesting news that just broke. Broke something, broke a dish. Mike's. Daily Podcast Broke a window You're gonna have to pay for that And I would like to sing a song now Mike's Daily Podcast I would like to Sing a song for Mike's Daily Podcast listener Sylvia, she did something That was such a thrill Yeah, she gave me Something for my hands, and yesterday From Pennsylvania Someone at work made delicious Cinnamon rolls that did fill me up. Yeah, they were good. Mike's Daily Podcast. No, but Sylvia heard the show where I talked about my chapped hands, and she came up with this sort of this. Um, Mike's. What is in it? Daily. I think she said sugar. Podcast. And, and lemon has a lemon. Yeah. Lemon smell. It's kind of minerally. It's got like minerals. And maybe she said salt was in it? So you rub, you wash your hands and then you rub it onto your hands, which I did last night. And then you wash that off and then there's this oil and my hands are so much softer today. (laughs) The excitement. I'm so thrilled But softer hands. So, Hey, if this, this is sort of an unofficial plug, but if you want to know Sylvia's secret, I can put you in touch with her but you got to email me and I got to make sure it's cool with Sylvia and all that. So, you know, but she she did. I want to thank her so much for doing that. And thanks so much for at work. Someone bringing in delicious cinnamon rolls that were influenced by the Pennsylvania Dutch. Oh, no, wait, it was the Amish. But I had to somehow rhymed Sylvia with Pennsylvania in that song. Uh, the, the Amish apparently put potatoes In some of their cakes and so Lana put in the cakes the mashed potatoes a Little bit a little bit. She said like one potato and then the the, oh it was so cinnamony and Buttery and just Christmassy full of Christmas. It's Christmas time Look who just walked in Hi, Mark. It's Benita the rodeo queen. Hi it's a disgruntled fiddle player, tell you what. What? I feel like I was just here. You were on yesterday's show. Yeah, I sure hope that Bolton gets to be the Justice Department head of guy. Yeah, that is it John Bolton? It's not Michael Bolton, is it? Michael Bolton. Because I'm missing you now. How do I live? Oh, wait, that's not his. Tell me how am I supposed to live without you? Yeah, Michael Bolton. He should be in the cabinet of the Donald Trump, tell you what. What? Michael Bolton rocks. Yeah. When love puts you through the fire, when love puts you through the test, nothing heals a broken heart like time, love, and tenderness. Look, I will just walking in. Hello, Mike. I make the roof. I'm the room Oh boy, I love Michael Bolton. I love Michael Bolton too. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. You know he was originally tapped to replace Steve Perry when Steve Perry left Journey around the time of Raised on Radio, but that didn't happen. And now we have Arnel Pineda. <laughs> I know he's so sexy sounds just like steve perry i think is he still with them i don't know it's from the philippines where there's all kinds of craziness going on the dictator there is doing a a war against drugs where he's just killing random people yikes so the one thing about this bolton character for justice department it's not michael bolton but uh he apparently said recently the obama administration was behind the russian hacks we're going to hear more about the russian hacks in just a little bit but he said the obama administration was responsible that they had somehow made it look like it was russia why would Ru- why would obama not why would he do that against hillary it makes no sense when he's campaigning for hillary oh but conspiracy theorists there's all kinds of pretzel wrapped brain tissue going on The tinfoil hats. Kids don't even know what tinfoil is anymore. I guess there's some tin things around, but it it was aluminum foil when I was a kid. We had dropped tinfoil long ago, but tinfoil hats, such a great expression. Can I tell you about my day yesterday? I was walking my wonderful dog, Basil the Boxer, and it was kind of sprinkling a little bit. And um, I, I am so running into... Beautiful ladies lately That are Well this one wasn't single I don't think But she, we talked for a while She was sweeping her front porch Her front uh, the sidewalk With a broom And I'm walking Basil the boxer And she's, she's you know doing it by herself And very looks kind of sad And I say to her Thank you so much For not using a leaf blower I freaking hate leaf blowers. And then she she kind of laughs, and I'm like, no. I watch these leaf blowers blowing leaves into the street as if the they're not the leaves will not come back onto the property, or they blow it onto their neighbor's lawn. That everything about leaf blowing is just rot. With and here's today's podcast picture. The, the, the bad. And she laughed and she goes, yeah, what if the wind blows the leaves back on the, the, you know, their property that they were just leaf blowing it off of? And I said, I know, that's God. God is using his leaf blower and saying, no, use a broom. And we talked for a while and she has a dog and her daughter's in 4-H and we were talking about dog shows. We had quite a long conversation. And then uh, we drank some beer in her car. Uh, and the convenience store closed, and it was "Old Lang Syne by Dan Fogelberg. No, that didn't happen, but did you ever hear that song by Dan Fogelberg? Apparently, there was an article written about that song, and that the... Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that sound effect. For no reason, that just popped out of nowhere. Uh, the, no, this, the song that Dan Fogelberg, who, who died of prostate cancer at a very young age... Uh, apparently, it was written after a real encounter Dan had with an old uh, girl, ex-girlfriend, and they she was getting eggnog at the convenience store. Listen to the song. It tells the whole story. It's the absolute truth. And years, well, I guess years later, after Dan Fogelberg died, this ex-girlfriend came out and said, no, that actually was what happened. And I never talked about it for all the years that the song was out because, uh, while Dan was alive, because he was married and I didn't want to upset his marriage. So isn't that sweet? So make sure to listen to it. It's a perfect song to listen to right after Christmas. It's got the little old Lang Syne saxophone solo at the end. And Dan Fogelberg was a big part of the 70s scene. He was good friends with the Eagles. There's a great picture of him and Glenn Frey just after they did Coke in the back of a limousine. <laughs> Rolling Stone posted this picture or had it in one of their magazines. And it just, Not that Coke is at all good. It's horrible, and it's killed many people, but uh, that was just sort of a weird snapshot of the times. And Dan Fogelberg. But this lady and I, we spoke for a while, and then... I found out her name was Anne, and then I left, uh, said, Have a good day, and she said, Have a good walk. And that was it. And it should have been a Dan Fogelberg song. But then I run into another lady who's walking her dog named Buddy, this blonde. So Anne was brunette. Uh, Diane is blonde, long cascading rivulets around my age, or is it rivulets? I don't know. And, and per se is I think Latin. The Daily Haley corrected me and said that it was uh, Latin and not French. Whatever. So the, the wonderful Diane and her dog buddy, I walked with I just run into her, I don't know who she is, and we start talking and I'm walking with her. And we had a wonderful conversation. It turned into another Dan Fogelberg song. And, and she said, uh, Diane, so I ran into an Anne and a Diane on the same day. What a wonderful walk that was in Podcaster Valley with Basil the Boxer. I just thought I would share that with you. I do not like emails, work emails, especially from people who cannot write emails. And they end up writing these cryptic emails that you read and you go, I have no idea what this means. And I got this email at 7 o'clock at night and I'm trying to get to sleep because I got to be in bed by 8 if I'm going to get 8 hours sleep. Because I get up at 4 and I get a stupid cryptic email or worse, a cryptic text. Well, a text you kind of understand because it's hard to type. Especially when you got big old, massive thumbs like me Listen to them, they're so huge and they're walking like a giant And the people send these cryptic emails I'm just, I'm not checking emails anymore I think I'm gonna put a filter on everyone's emails from work Cause I'm just getting sick of seeing those after 7 o'clock at night Cause it gets me all mad, it gets my blood pumping And I'm like, what does this even mean? Tell me about this tomorrow during work hours. Jeez. Anyway, on that note, uh, the podcast picture was of a wonderful Christmas tree. forgot to mention. Yes, another Christmas tree. This one actually is a Christmas tree from work. And you can see that we have a, a, a looping video of a fire on a log fire, a fireplace log, whatever you call it a yuletide log burning away. And you can see that picture now at Mike's daily podcast.com. Go there to support the show through your, you know, the Amazon, you can go into the Amazon and rainforest and help support us that way. Or actually, no, you can click on the Amazon link and buy whatever it is you're going to buy. And that helps us out. There's also the PayPal. If you to help us out that way, you get a special greeting from all the cafe anyway characters. And then there's also the wonderful Past podcast pictures and the past interviews. And we got this contest going on right now. Personalized, Personalized MP3, MP3 for the contest. contest. So if just email me. Not a cryptic email. Read it after you've written it and see if it makes sense. Try that. These are people that write emails and don't even read what they just wrote. I don't have time for that. I'm busy. I'm so busy. Blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, you know, if it's a cool email, we'll read it on the show. And if we do that, then you get this wonderful, fantastic MP3 for the Yuletide greeting from all the Cafe Anyway characters. Now, the segment, that's called the Newsbleed section. The Newsbleed section. It's Christmas time. Wrong. This, according to NBC News, who Trump hates. Trump has just eviscerated NBC News, so... All you Trump fans like you, disgruntled film player. Yeah, he's going to be a great president. NBC News sucks. Well, according to NBC News and MSN, U.S. intelligence officials now believe with a, quote, high level of confidence that Russian President Vladimir Putin became personally involved in the covert Russian campaign to interfere in the U.S. presidential election senior U.S. intelligence officials said to NBC News. Two senior officials with direct access to the information say new intelligence shows that Putin personally directed how hacked material from Democrats was leaked and otherwise used. The intelligence came from diplomatic sources and spies working for U.S. allies. Putin's objectives were multifaceted. A high-level intelligence source says that what began as a vendetta against Hillary Clinton morphed into an effort to show corruption in American politics and to, quote, split off key American allies by creating the image that other countries couldn't depend on the U.S. to be a credible global leader anymore. Ultimately, the CIA has assessed the Russian government wanted to elect Donald Trump. The FBI and other agencies don't fully endorse that view but few officials would dispute that the Russian operation was intended to harm Clinton's candidacy by leaking embarrassing emails about Democrats. The latest intelligence said to show Putin's involvement goes much further than the information the US was relying on in October when all 17 intelligence agencies signed onto a statement attributing the Democratic National Committee hack to Russia. The statement said officials believe That only, quote, Russia's senior most officials could have authorized these activities. That was an intelligence judgment based on an understanding of the Russian system of government, which Putin controls with absolute authority. It was not some guy on his couch in New Jersey, as Trump had said. Now, the U.S. has solid information tying Putin to the operation, the intelligence officials say. Their use of the term high confidence implies that the intelligence is nearly incontrovertible. It is most certainly consistent with the Putin that I have watched and used to work with when I was a, an ambassador in the government, said Michael McFall, who was an ambassador to Russia for two years, starting in 2012. Quote, he has a vendetta against Hillary Clinton that has been known for a long time because of what she said about his election back in the parliamentary elections of 2011. He wants to discredit American democracy and make us weaker in terms of leading the liberal democratic order. And most certainly he likes President-elect Trump's views on Russia. Clinton cast doubt on the integrity of Russia's elections. As part of a contingency planning for potential re- retaliation against Russia, according to officials, U.S. intelligence agencies have stepped up their probing into his personal financial empire. American officials have concluded that Putin's network controls some $85 billion worth of assets. Neither the CIA nor the Office of the Director of National Intelligence would comment, as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're you the whole cafe anyway thingy. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont Next show It's going to be Madame Vega, Valentino And Bison Bentley I so hope that you have nice Soft hands That's the important thing Soft is good And that you write emails That are understandable And that are not cryptic And that And that if you're single And you're a woman In her 40s Walking your dog. And you happen to run into me. I guess that's just normal nowadays. It's de rigueur, another Latin word. No, wait, I think now that one's French. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at Podcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye!